0: Welcome to the a very special mini sode. Today's uh, mini sode is unlike any we've ever done before.
1: That's right, but it's the similar to like them but because yeah you won't be confused yeah it's not like we're gonna throw you a total uh, yeah. curveball it just has a theme because it's brought to you by it's brought to you and to me and to karen <laughs> by the uh movie searching Yes, that we got to go to the sony lot in culver city and yep. sit in this like well wait so okay, go. we basically get a call mm-hmm.
0: saying they want to do like a special mini-sode where it would be like a big long commercial for this movie mm-hmm. so come down to sony and watch this movie in one of their screening rooms and like
1: these little theaters it's like a little like if you were rich and had a mansion and had like a movie screening room it's like that and the chairs are huge and comfy and it's like it's like it's it was awesome it
0: was really fancy the sony lot's of old it's yeah. like one of those ones that's in culver city it's yeah. been there forever gorgeous and we were just like living the highlights for sure in this screening and then we got to see a movie that we actually liked because (laughs) i think both of us as the credits were rolling to begin with we were like oh wait a second what if this is terrible (laughs) this is like one of the many films i see on a on a weekly basis and enjoy because of the badness
1: we were like oh no but Thank God. I think like 10 minutes in, I was like, okay, we're safe. Yes. John Cho is like the freaking best actor.
0: Okay. So if you saw Harold and Kumar, I'm sure that's not the first credit he would love for us to give. <laughs> although he might be quite proud. It's one of my favorites. Um, but John Cho is the lead in this movie. And Deborah Messing is the uh, another lead. Maybe first lead. Maybe yeah. second lead. I don't know. I, this is one of my favorite things about living in Los Angeles is... Or, uh, to me, the best thing is, mm-hmm. you can live in Los Angeles, you can go into a movie theater, watch a movie, come out, and then accidentally run into the person that was in the movie. That's right. And so, very soon after I saw Harold and Kumar in the theater, um, I was at uh, a Starbucks very, very near you, and he was walking oh. out as I was walking in. I don't think... I think it was the next morning. It wasn't the same day. The next morning? But it was the next morning, and he had this little, like, hat on. He is... So good looking in I real know. life. It was like, it, he's very star-like in yeah. real life. So it was very exciting. So to see him in like his, kind of his own movie or like yeah. it's a vehicle for him was super, super cool. And then and we can And it's a
1: thriller and there's just like crazy twist at the end. The thing is, we can't tell you about the I, most interesting part of it. Of course. Of, but it's essentially, we told, you hear the ads, you know, it's really cool. Uh, Karen, of course, as a TV writer, was three steps ahead of me in under, knowing what the twist was. <laughs> she was like, I know what it is. Like... And then I just started guessing, and I was wrong, but it was it was really fun.
0: But I have to say, usually, um, no brag. In in most movies, I get the twist much quicker than that. And I was really hunting yeah. for it. And I was just. And then
1: when I got it, I was like, okay. But it's that's part of the fun. I never get the twist, and I guess <laughs> so wrong constantly, loudly. So it's fun going to movies with me. You know why I think I do
0: that is hmm. because I saw The Sixth Sense with my friends, mm. and all of them were like, it was so obvious
1: from the beginning and I was like no it wasn't not until the very final moment did I know how great that feeling was when like suddenly it was revealed and you're like holy shit yes and then I mean, you have to go watch it again yes so that's <laughs> Okay
0: Searching is is in line With one of those thrillers Where you're like What did I just see What's happening Yeah
1: And it's very So it's very We're very excited To be doing this Oh and So Sony is giving away A bunch of tickets To the screening On the 23rd If you are in the fan cult Exactly um, So we're going to post These links in the fan cult It's a ton of cities Steven's going to Read them very fast Right now Go Atlanta Austin Boston Charlotte Chicago Cincinnati Cleveland Columbus Dallas Denver Detroit Houston Indianapolis Kansas City uh, Las Vegas Miami Maine. Minneapolis, Orlando, Philadelphia, Phoenix, Pittsburgh, Portland, yes. Sacramento, San Antonio, San Diego, Seattle, St. Louis, Tampa, Toronto, and Washington, D.C.
0: Yes, so it was amazing, Steven. If you're in the fan cult and you live near any of those cities, go onto the fan cult forum. These links will be put up. You can get two passes and go watch this movie and for free. I think it's going cool. to be cool. Yeah,
1: I think it's going to be cool because it's going to be screenings. It's like one screening. So it's going to be a ton of murderinos there with you. Right? Oh, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. That'll be fun. Uh, a ton or like four. Or four, really exciting
0: ones. <laughs> <laughs> what we're saying is keep your eyes peeled. Right. Don't just start yelling weird shit. Also, we don't really know how this works. We've never done it before.
1: But <laughs> okay, um, so what we asked for is for you guys to have, like, the theme was then to go together was uh, what, uh, you know, what was your, uh, someone or a story or you hiding a secret life? Yes. So, or living a secret life. And Steven said we got over 600 emails Jeez. just in the week that we solicited.
0: It's amazing. Was it 600 or more than that, Steven?
1: It was a little. It was like about 600, essentially. It's
0: crazy. It's so and crazy. Just from the uh, he call, he called those for for ones that um, he you know as he as he told me earlier after a while it wasn't good enough just that your dad had a secret (laughs) family in a second city because he started getting
1: bored yeah he
0: was like common yes it's happened (laughs) this is the story which of course it's not common or boring for the people it happens to but uh, you know there there then there was uh, variations on the theme that were very
1: interesting you had to up
0: the stakes and I think we
1: got so many and there's so many good ones that I think we're just gonna start you know adding these to the regular minisodes and throwing them in here and there because they're they're really good who
0: doesn't like a secret life yeah like it's a fascinating reveal totally sorry just as quick sidebar did you see the guy that tweeted the picture this is what i found in my wall and it's a cat (gasps) hanging in the in the paint of a ceiling like a little hammock it's like there's a little pooch no no it's in fact it's looking down and its eyes are rolled up so it looks like a demon it's the funniest picture (laughs) it's on our twitter feed you have to go look at it it's so oh my god
1: steven's handing it to me oh Oh, my
0: god he was like i found this in my wall
1: Wow! <laughs> like the paint is peeling, and this demon cat is just like... So, and of course, a cat would be able to get up yeah. in that and just be like, mm. "That cat is so like fuck you." That That's face. my new bed. That's that that where cat. I live
0: now. Fuck you. All right, you want me to kick this off? Sure. Uh oh. Here we go. Yeah, I'm out of I'm out of iced coffee. Let's see. Uh, subject line on this is just crazy secret life Dig people it. got it they Perfect. got it easy georgia karen steven and animals on the most recent mini. minisode you asked for outrageous stories about secret lives and i decided to share mine um, about ten years ago My dad came home And started telling us About an elderly couple He met While working as a police officer He said that he was Going to help them On their farm And do odd jobs And earn some extra money We thought nothing of this story And didn't question it About a year or so Into my dad Helping the couple He came to us again And said that they'd won The lottery And that they were going To give him some Of their winnings Again huh? This didn't seem off to us The couple gave him Five thousand dollars And we went on A nice family vacation To Universal Studios In Orlando Oh my god A really fun place to go on vacation around this time my dad started acting very different he started drinking more and withdrawing more from the family after we got back from Uh his vacation he said he won a hunting trip to Canada still didn't seem weird to us (laughs) (laughs) he's an avid hunter and he showed us a letter from a respected outdoors company detailing the trip oh my god he goes to Canada for a week or so about a week after he came home we started getting weird calls on our home phone a woman kept calling saying she was from his company and asking how he liked his trip this happened Incessantly. Oh my God. Uh Finally, after the 10th or 11th call. (laughs) Oh my god. Asking the same question, we figured out something was very wrong. <laughs> my toes are crunched right now. We find out that the woman calling was his girlfriend. Uh-huh. All along the elderly couple was code for his mistress. Oh my god. His mistress
1: actually won the lottery. What? And paid for our trip and random shit that around was our house. Real? Yes. How is that the most insane <laughs> part? The real part. Isn't that the best?
0: Dude. But so she wins the lottery, she's paying for shit, random shit around the house um, and he the dad said he brought uh, or the this email yeah. says he brought home from the quote elderly couple this secret ended the 20-year marriage 20 plus year marriage <gasps> to my mom oh. stay sexy and question everything
1: Jordan oh my God oh the lottery part like makes that story it's it's because i was like what are they did they rob a bank like how's the money gonna i didn't know like yeah and
0: you're or you're thinking does he kill that old couple like is this the is this one of those things where you're like and then my dad was an evil person or whatever and it's like
1: but they're trying to
0: figure out a way to basically launder lottery money into the family
1: oh my god (laughs) and i love that this fucking girlfriend's like He's like maybe he's ignoring her She's like hey yes. how was that trip motherfucker Yeah c- this is just a This is a customer service call To make sure you were pleased on your trip That's a great way to like drive him crazy Yes Dri- Like that's a great way to infiltrate And just be like Well it's also clearly Maybe an
0: indicator that she was a touch crazy Because mm-hmm. if you call anyone more than five times <laughs> totally. And I don't care if it's your best friend Or your mother You're crazy <laughs> that, Like ten t- ten times phone call
1: walk away yeah you gotta walk away like ever or in a day
0: yeah yeah i'm i'm (laughs) counting them up you're on number eight for me holy (laughs) shit
1: okay but how about when you don't it's only when you don't answer though that's why
0: i don't answer the phone i don't want to cut anyone out of my life when i call you you. i just
1: picture you rolling your eyes well you know
0: the problem is most of the time i have my earbuds in oh and i'm singing along terribly to like uh, some song, and then I startle and then you, it's like, of, <laughs> and then you just automatically resent the person, even if they're <laughs> calling to tell you they love you more than anything. It's
1: and that like, you won the lottery. Yes. Okay. All right. This is called "Secret Life." My fellow intern, Tony slash Kayla, the sextortionist. Kay. sex torsionist. Okay. Sex tort. How do you say it? Sex tourist. That's like sex. Or like sex tort. Anist. sextortionist Sex
0: like an extortionist, yes. but with
1: sex? thank you. Yep. <laughs> okay, cut that out. <laughs> Keep uh, it in. Hi, Karen, Turn it up Georgia. louder. <laughs> Turn that part up really <laughs> loud. Put some bass in it. Yeah. Uh, hi, Karen, Georgia, Stephen and Pets. I never thought I'd have a good story to share until you requested secret life stories. This doozy just came flying out of my memory bank. It's kind of dark, so I'll avoid going into too much detail. When I was 19, I interned for my first political campaign in the small Wisconsin town where I went to college. I was assigned to work for a really cute guy who shared an office with another staff member as well as his intern, Anthony. We called him Tony. Tony and I spent a lot of time together by default doing intern projects, making phone calls and knocking doors for our candidate. On election day, we got up at 5 a.m. to drive around neighborhoods hanging vote reminders on people's doorknobs. Tony was a bright, low-key, normal high school kid. We were both the kind of teenagers who gave up all their free time to work for a cause we believed in. Or so I thought. Oh. A couple months after the election, local and national news lit up with details about Tony. Tony's online persona, Kayla. Around November 2007, Tony began setting up uh, fake Facebook accounts, most notably a pretty flirty teenage girl named Kayla, to lure male classmates at his high school. Kayla coerced the boys into sending her sexually explicit content of themselves and then threatened to, rele- threatened to release the photos and videos to the whole school if they didn't follow through with what she had asked. Whoa. Predictably, her demands began to escalate. Kayla made some of the victims meet up with Tony in person, who claimed he was also being blackmailed. I started working with Tony about eight months into his online scheme, and he continued doing it the entire time we worked at the campaign. Um, Tony's reign of fucked up terror came to an end soon after the election in the most teenager way possible. He did something really stupid at school that bit him in the ass. A week after election night, the last time I saw him, he emailed an anonymous bomb threat to his school at, quote as a prank when using the internet in the school library. Police traced him, traced it back to him, which probably took two seconds because this kid was, had never heard of an IP address no. and he was expelled. <laughs> After that, the victims came forward and police seized his computer to find all the content he collected of his victims in very obviously named file folders. (laughs) Oh, no. In that one-year period, Tony had 31 victims. (gasps) Some were as young as 15, and at least seven had been sexually assaulted by him. Whoa. So the part I didn't read was that he would have them meet up with him and be like, "I'm um, I'm also a victim, and Kayla said, we have to do this, or she's gonna like expose us so that was how he like got them to hook up with him isn't that fucking insane yes um, okay he, When he was arrested in 2009 His case became the first big national story About sexual ex- extortion Online and launched the term Sextortion into the national conversation Whoa I received a letter from his attorney Sometime after he was arrested Asking if I would serve as a character witness When I worked with him He seemed like such a regular Unremarkable dude I probably would have forgotten about Over the years I almost wish I could go back in time And see if there was something off about him That I missed But he was probably just a sociopath who could live two different lives like no big deal. Yeah. Anyway, there's no way in hell I was going to defend his ass in court. I don't want to end the story in a bummer note, so here's a fun fact about the same campaign. Remember I mentioned uh, interning for a really cute guy? We crossed paths a few years after I graduated from college and next month we'll be celebrating our three-year wedding anniversary. Oh! (laughs) There's a lot of scumbags in politics, so when you meet a good guy, you got to lock him down. Take notes, political murderinos. Thanks for reading my story. I am working on a campaign right now, and I look forward to your podcast each week so I can take a mental break and recharge my batteries. Can't wait to see you in Portland in October. Stay sexy and don't campaign with internet creeps. Liz. Oh, my
0: God. High school. High school. Like high, high school, high school. Also, that that story makes me think of that movie, Tickled. Did you watch the documentary, mm, Tickled? Totally. And it's a, it's a similar, but it but like on a larger scale thing of of, ex, of extorting people and manipulating them. And do, that's like the whole thing about putting things like on video or on picture and sending them on the internet. Totally. you you become you're at the mercy of a person. You have to know who they are.
1: A lot of these do have like black. The ones I read that I'm not reading have like blackmail shit in them. Yes. And like, that, I mean, it makes me so glad that we didn't have fucking internet in high school because I would have done something very stupid. Of course. I mean, we had internet, but we didn't. It wasn't like that that's insane
0: it makes me think of my cousin Kim and she what she tells my nieces like before they go do anything social because now they're well Sophie's in college but yeah. Anna's still in high school and she just says don't do anything you don't want everyone to know about because <sighs> that's what, what it's going to end up being so don't want,
1: that you don't want to follow you for the rest of your fucking yeah, life you just have to pr- You have to be the first line of defense instead of trusting other people oh, I'm just now learning that lesson so <sighs> I haven't even learned it I can't imagine a fucking high school person Visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more.
0: This is Secret Life Roommate Edition. Yes. Dear Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and Pod of Pets, I have an absolutely insane Secret Life story about a previous roommate of mine. Mm -hmm. We'll call this roommate Kristen. Kristen and I met through a college program and became fast friends in 2014. After a semester, we became roommates with another girl we were friends with and things were great. Uh, I would have considered her my best friend so much so that I would have asked her to be a bridesmaid in my wedding. Uh, Anyways, uh, after a year of living Together we graduated And decided to move To a new city together We both got jobs In our profession At different locations We both made Separate friend groups But this is where Things started getting weird I met her friends For the first time In August And they were super Nice and friendly With me But then the next time I was around them In September They all gave me The cold shoulder uh-uh. I couldn't really Shake that feeling That I'd done Something wrong But thought maybe I just wasn't as close With them as she was Fast forward a few months Mine and Kristen's Friendship had Totally diminished uh, She made plans to take me out for my birthday but the morning of cancelled due to period cramps. I understood but was disappointed. I felt like I had done something wrong unknowingly and was being punished for it. I had tried to bring it up a few times but she just brushed it off and pretended everything was fine. Eventually I just accepted that our friendship was falling apart. In March of 2017 she ended up in the ER for some mental health issues. Uh I met up with her and her friends at the hospital and they proceeded to ask me why I'm there and Quote, (gasps) do you think your presence here is going to help her mental health? I'm shocked. I asked them, stunned. What they mean And their response is Don't you think Your breakup Is a little too much For her to (gasps) deal with Right now That's right ladies She had told these girls That we were dating Back in August Unbeknownst to me Furthermore In an effort To end her lie She told them We broke up Hence the cold shoulder For a month And it all began To make sense That she wouldn't Hang out with me In public I wasn't invited To her birthday party In my house What? What? (laughs) And she unfollowed Me on social media While they were still Living together awkward All that stuff was done In an effort to cover her lies um, Not only that But her new friend group Showed me all of our Quote Breakup test- texts <gasps> After she was released From the hospital We had a talk And she had no remorse Or explanation for her lies Needless to say We are no longer Roommates or friends Thank you for all you do Me and my not Pathological liar friends Love your show And can't <gasps> wait to see you In Atlanta Stay sexy And don't get scammed By your roommate
1: Harriet I have so many questions for. I want to know How her friends reacted like her like girl's friends reacted when she was like when she was like none of that is true
0: well i think the key part there though is if she ended up in the hospital for mental health issues maybe everybody went oh this is a little shakier than like we thought like everything got on like questionable ground sure but yeah oh my
1: jesus that must have been so bewildering where everyone's immediately yelling at her where, like everyone's mad at you like yeah mean to you uh, for no reason i feel like i'd be going crazy right like what happened what went wrong all right so this one is called da, 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 da. i can't read you the name of the thing but all right karen georgia steven and various animals i just finished listening to Minnesota 83 where you ask for secret life reveals and my friends have been begging me to send this story in so here we go Back in the 70s, my parents were in a bowling league. Over the years, you get to know other people in the league and you all become friends, acquaintances, whatever. One of uh, their friends always invited my dad to come over for taco parties, but he never went.
0: <laughs> <That was laughs> well, I don't know why, but all the it's
1: like, mm-mm. It's so taco parties. Taco mm-mm. parties, no. Mm-mm. Fast forward a bit and one night my dad and his friend Sam are at the alley when their friend walks in acting very animated. He shakes my dad dad's hand and puts an arm around Sam and says to them something along the lines of, hey guys, I don't think I can stay very long because the FBI is following me. They pretty much blew him off thinking he was crazy. The next day comes and both of my parents were at the local grocery store they worked at. They were 18 and 19 years old. Mm. And who walks in that morning but Sam holding a newspaper? My mom said that he looked like he saw a ghost. What's the front page story that day? Their bowling league friend from the night before had been arrested for multiple murders. <gasps> oh, and who was that guy from the bowling league? None other than the killer clown himself, fucking John, John Wayne Gacy. Gacy. <laughs> All caps Fucking John Wayne Gacy (laughs) Oh shit Sam went on uh, To be his defense attorney Oh whoa And Sam and my dad Are still friends To this day He wrote a book about it A few years ago And signed a copy for my dad I remember hearing the story From a young age But I never really thought Much of it Until I was a teenager And realized who John Wayne Gacy was (sighs) Uh, doesn't everyone's parents bowl with notorious Serial killers? No, just mine? Okay. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I got for now. Stay sexy and don't join bowling leagues with killer clowns, Alyssa. P.S., my dad would like to note that it was, uh, the Plains PD following Gacy and not the FBI. <laughs> Lol, crazy clown. <laughs> 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 wow,
0: uh, that just makes me think of it in the I think it was the made for TV movie or could have been the real movie. Brian Dennehy is playing John Wayne Gacy, and it, when it gets to that part where he's just like he's like drunk in, during the day and driving around and just like trying to avoid the police. Oh my god! Like it just made me pick in my in the movie in my mind. It was Brian Dennehy walking into that bowling alley yeah. and yeah, like, hey guys, you the FBI stop is off me
1: at the bowling alley. What I'm if they had limited. gone to his taco
0: party and like been in the house? and and then he's like who likes magic tricks down to the basement everybody oh jesus john so insane okay i like this one uh the subject line is secret life well done, everybody. Good day, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and Fur Babies. I just have to say it. <laughs> My name is Tiana, and I am an education assistant at a small private school in Canada. A group of my friends at work got me addicted to your podcast, and you guys have made my morning commute much more entertaining. When I was listening uh, to last week's mini and you asked for secret life stories, I thought I may, may have one that is interesting. When I was nine years old, I was adopted. Growing up, my parents did not hide the fact that I was. They were always very open and honest. At 12 years old, my mom and I were sitting in the basement, and I started asking some questions about two pictures in my baby book. I have something attached to my head, and I'm being held by a nurse. I asked why I had that, and my mom replied that they were running tests. And then I asked what kind, and she responded, to see if you had drugs in your system. Why the heck would I have drugs in my system? And my mom said, because you were not born in a hospital. So many thoughts are running through my mind, and then my mom proceeds to tell me my story. Oh, my fucking God. On November 25th, 1987, in Calgary, Alberta, two young boys were skipping school and took a route through a parking lot. The boys, 14 and 15, stopped to look at a, at a cool car when one of the boys heard a soft cry of a baby. He looked down to find what he thought at first was a doll, but was in fact a real baby inside of a garbage bag, <gasps> head sticking out. Oh! One of the boys picked me up and ran over... And both ran towards an older Gentleman who helped me get inside To a warm place. The police Said that if it had been an hour later oh. It would have been a much sadder situation And yes, that little baby they found is me I was placed into foster care and mm. my Now mom and dad became my foster Parents at nine days old oh. They legally adopted me on my mom's birthday May 2nd the following year My face was all over the newspapers and on TV And it was a huge story in Calgary My dad at the time was a journalist and he was Actually covering my story. Mm. The social Services people thought that what a better place to hide this baby from the media than with someone in the media. (laughs) (laughs) No one at my dad's job knew that while covering this crazy story, he had the little baby at home. I love it. I was also dubbed Mary Olympia Doe because Olympia, because the Calgary Olympics were happening in just a few months. Now, if you're wondering why my parents waited to tell me the story, um. It was because a doctor told them that it would mess me up if they told me when I was younger. (laughs) Anyways, stay sexy and don't abandon babies.
1: Tiana. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. That's the best. That's the best. That's there's nothing. There's none i don't even know if i should read my last one <laughs> do it no do it i love that great job tiana that was beautiful we're so happy for I you i wonder if she
0: ha- has ever met those boys that They're, found her those boy- i just got there. Tiana's tiana find those boys and say hello yeah let That's them carry you beautiful. across a parking lot again
1: Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> take okay. pictures of it and okay. show it to us <laughs> <laughs> okay uh secret light life light-hearted Oh, secret life, (laughs) liverhearted. I get it. Was there a hyphen in there somewhere? There's a hyphen, so I thought that. Yeah, that I. Okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. Hi, MFM crew. Hi. My, hi. my dad has always been my favorite person. We always we've always been extremely close even though he's uh, a naturally very distant person. Think Atticus Finch from to Kill a Mockingbird's demeanor, even he even looks like a young Gregory Peck and is a defense attorney. Wow. As intensely private as Karen's dogs are, he dislikes being noticed or congratulated to the point that he didn't even go to an awards ceremony for be- him being congratulated. Uh to, oh, wait for him being uh, an attorney of the year because he didn't want people to think he wanted a pat on the back. Wait, are these people Irish? Did she say at the beginning? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're just like You're turning down attention, can't relate. Haha. Ha. Uh anyways, I found s- I found out some stories I had never heard on my last trip home. As it turns out, he secretly anonymously pays for the uh, transport, food bills and medical care of a janitor at his office who had to quit due to a chronic illness and couldn't afford a car or meds. <sighs> the jan- janitor has absolutely no idea who is behind it. and due to my father's very distant nature would never suspect he was even left uh, he has even left anonymous envelopes of 500 to to $1,000 in mailboxes of people he, he knew who said they couldn't afford Christmas presents for their children and waive fees for clients to be able to uh, buy gifts for their kids during the holidays as well I could go on and on but it just uh, goes to show that not every secret life is a bad one some people are secretly making the world a much better place he's helping us all stay sexy and not get broken down by the constant stream of <laughs> shitty news <laughs> Anyway, thanks, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, all for all you do. Best, Jay.
0: Oh my God, I love that one. Amazing, the, and also so true. Like. It, there are lots of people doing lots of very good things and they're, they don't want the credit. It's not yeah. about the credit. I don't get so it. So we'll never hear about it. Like that. Right. I remember somebody telling me, and I think it's come out at this point, when David Letterman was still on the air, he used to just anonymously donate thousands and thousands of dollars for scholarship money for Ball State, which is the college he went to. Oh my god And like he, I just, anytime I hear about that at all, it's just so amazing because. Yeah. It's.
1: You know, there's good, there's good things happening out there. So the first thing I do whenever I donate is put a fucking post up on Instagram to tell everyone I donate. <laughs> of course. Like, come on. That's why everyone does. But you
0: know, <laughs> that's the thing about it is, and you know, there's every once in a while people will email us, um, talking about like, I feel bad or I had a breakup or I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. What should I do? And that's the, that's oh. the thing I got taught yeah. early is if you feel bad, help somebody else. Cause it will make you feel so much better and you don't realize it. Because I think most of us weren't really... It's not a natural thing to do, because it doesn't connect. It's uh-huh. like, but what about me? Uh-huh. Why do I have to put myself aside? And it's like, that's actually the good part. Get out of your own fucking world and... And go... Happen. Yeah. Yeah. Extend yourself to someone who actually really needs help right. for real.
1: That's a great... That's a really great advice nice. That's, ni- that's a
0: nice one. Well... This has been so cool. What yeah. a what a fun, exciting kind of um, you know experiment, experiment and fancy commercial we get to do. We <laughs> love the we love the opportunity that we get to kind of like host a movie like this yeah. for um, for you guys and
1: uh, and you know hopefully we get to do it again yeah very exciting yeah thanks for listening you guys and uh, send your letters to my favorite murder at gmail we're we're still taking these secret life emails we love the secret life. so much fun and don't forget if you're in the fan cult you can um, you can get uh, two
0: passes to the movie searching brought to you by Sony um, at all this all the information will be posted Steven will post it on the fan cult and you can find out Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. and stay sexy
1: and don't get murdered goodbye Goodbye. Elvis you know your line you want a cookie (laughs) 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 there you go